Hello, this is Bill Lytell. I'd like to speak a little bit tonight, today about some wisdom for your walk. I hope you're listening to these podcasts. There are over 100, I believe, 15 of these. Very specific, short, concise application of biblical truth accumulated through many years of ministry, some 45 years of ministry now. Let me speak to you about the subject of liars on real estate in hell. Liars on real estate in hell. The Bible says in Revelation chapter 21, 8, but the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and the murderers and whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part. That's the real estate part. They have a deed. They have a part of real estate in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. The Greek word for lying is our word pseudo. It simply means false. Something that looks, feels, tastes, and sounds real, but is not real. Uh, lying is uh, concluded in, included in the Ten Commandments. Number nine, thou shalt not bear false witness. God made a standard of truth, and he's, he, in 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 10, it says, For whoremongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for men sealers, for liars, for perjured persons, there being any other thing which is contrary to sound doctrine, it made the sin lists all through the Bible from front to back. And that's why I want to encourage you, if you struggle with lying or deceiving yourself or exaggerating things get before God you that are born again believers have the power of the Holy Spirit you have the Word of God and beg him to deliver you and determine that you will not lie or exaggerate or change the truth in any way because I hate to say this uh, there's a scripture in in Matthew chapter 7 21 23 one of the most sobering places of the old the whole New Testament where Jesus said in the day of judgment, there'll be many stand before him and they'll know him and they've done works in his name. If any, the Bible says there are many mighty works. You can read it later. And he'll say, I never knew you, you workers of iniquity. People made a religion up according to what they thought it ought to be. They made a Jesus up according to what they thought he ought to be. They made a doctrine up the way they thought it should be. They made a church up the way they thought God would have it. But it was not God's religion, it was not God's doctrine, it was not God's Jesus, it was not God's church. And it was their own imagination that they had made. May that not be you. Keep far away from liars. Exodus chapter 23, 7 says, Keep thee far from a false matter, and the innocent righteous slain thou not, for I will not justify the wicked. And so it's important for you and I to understand that God hates lying. Proverbs 6.16 says, For six things that the Lord hate, yea, seven are an abomination unto him. That means something putrid, repulsive. A proud look, a lying tongue. There it is. That's what I want to emphasize, a lying tongue. Um, we, now you say, Brother Bill, man, lying's natural. Lying comes easy. Oh, it does. That's because we're born liars. The old nature's born liar. 
And Jesus said it in John chapter 8, verse 44. He said, you're of your father, the devil. And the lusts, the passionate desires that were lusts of your father, he will do. He was a murderer from the beginning and abode not in the truth. Because there is no truth in him. When he speaketh the lie, there it is. He speaketh not of his own. He speaketh of his own, for he is a liar, and the father of it, the creator of it. And so we, as his children, follow him in that, and we have a tendency to want to deceive ourselves, lie to ourselves. The worst person in the world to lie to is yourself, but you'll deceive yourself. It's all through the Bible: deceive not yourself. Warnings about not be deceived. But we have a strong tendency to promote ourselves better than we really are and to make ourselves bigger than we really are. And we deceive ourselves, and we don't want to do that, man. It's not born-again Christian area there. Um, and thinking, sometimes I think people go around and say, if I hear the Word of God, I go to church. Catholics are this way. I know a lot of Catholic folks. And they go to church. Some people, some Catholics go to Mass every morning at 6.30, 7.30, whenever they have it. And they'll go every morning, every morning. Now, what are they thinking? They're thinking that hearing uh, the, the Bible, and they think they're hearing it at the, at the Catholic Church, and they're only going through Mass, and they aren't, of course, you know that as Bible believers. But hearing the right things will make them right. The Bible doesn't say that. James 1.22 says, Be doers of the word, and not hearers only. Deceiving, that's lying to your own selves. God is not looking for intellectual assent, but he's looking for you to assimilate the Word of God. Not to just hear it, not to just see it, not to just read it, not to be around Christian people, though that can be beneficial if you believe and follow what they have. It says in Luke eleven twenty eight, one of my favorite passages, Jesus' words, but he said, Yea, rather, blessed are they that hear the Word of God, and keep it. Man, get that, my, my dear brother and sister. Keep, and they keep it. How can you keep it? Well, first you got a desire to keep it. Lord, I want to keep your word. If my, When my son was young, he had a trouble having a messy room. If he'd have come to me and said, Daddy, would you help me keep my room clean? What would I have done? No, I ain't going to help you. Man, I'd have been all over it. I said, son. I'll help you make a list, put it on the back of the door. We'll have a morning routine. You make your bed, pick up your room before you leave. We'll, we'll get the thing beat. We'll get it where even though you're not tendency to be neat, we'll get it where you can be neat. I'll help you. You go to God and say, God, I want to I keep your word. What do you think God's reaction is going to be? Come on. He's a better parent than we are. He's going to say, son, I'll help you. Sis, I'll help you. Daughter, I'll help you. I'll help you do better, be better. I'll give you the power of the Holy Spirit. I'll, I'll give you, and you read the Bible, I'll give you ways and, 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 and methods to, to uh, stay away from evil and to do good. It's like, uh, it's like the old boy who told the employee to do something. He told him, he said, I want you to go pick up supplies. The employee said, sure, will. And, uh, and, and finally, the boss didn't see him doing anything. The boss says, are you going? He said, sure am. Uh, the employee said, it's, it's a good idea to buy supplies. Well, uh, he didn't see him moving and doing anything. He says, well, go get them. And the employee says, okay, I will. 
waited a few more minutes. The employee still was standing there, messing around, not doing anything. The employer said, why aren't you going? The employee said, I will someday, just not now. God does not want a promise of someday from you. He wants you to do his will now. A lot of people are willing to put it off in the future. It's one way, really, uh, we deceive ourselves. It's also a characteristic of addicts, is they're always going to get better tomorrow. They're always going to lose weight tomorrow. They're always going to quit doing drugs tomorrow. They're going to quit drinking tomorrow. Never do they talk about the now and now. I've been around lots of them. They don't talk around the now and now. Uh, thinking right or hearing right is not good enough. God wants you to say, I'll do it today. Today is going to be different. Today, I'm going to have the victory. Today, I'm going to quit deceiving myself. Uh, and I'm going to do your will. I'm going to quit. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to, I'm not going to say uh, things that are, that are uh, sound good, but, but just are not, not, not action. Belief is a verb more than it is a noun. Belief is a verb more than a noun. Belief means to go do it. I believe God, so I follow him. I believe God, so I read the Bible. I believe God, so I witness, because he tells me to. I believe God, so I, I uh, skew evil, hate evil, move away from evil. Why? Because he tells me to. I believe God. It causes me to do something. I believe God. I go to church. I believe God. I tithe. Man, I, I was started tithing when I was 16 years old. 16 years old, I tithe the 10th or whatever I made. And that was a lot, to me, that's a lot of money. I was dead broke making very little money, $2 an hour, if I remember right. And I tied 20 cents an hour to God because God said to do it. He didn't explain it to me. He didn't go into great detail with me on why I should do that. It was just to prove whether I'd obey him or not. And I'm, all my whole life, here I am, 70 years old now, and I've tied a tenth or more of what he has blessed me with for the income he has given me. I've not hidden it in some corporation. There's those folks out there that have corporations, they hide their money, and they maybe they say, oh, I only make $60,000, so I only tie $6,000 a year, preacher, but, you know, they're worth millions of dollars. How'd that happen? Well, what they've done is they robbed God. Like Malachi said, will a man rob God? They will. They'll hide it, and the corporation say, well, it's a corporation's money, but really whose money it has, is it, and who controls the money? They do. And they're lying to themselves. I mean, this is an independent, fundamental, Bible-believing old-fashioned King James Bible, window-rattling, shingle-pulling Bible churches. People robbing God right in front of your mess. Deacons robbing God uh, because they're hiding it in the corporations. They're worth millions of dollars. Let me tell you, if God's people would ever do what he told them to do, man, the local church would prosper. You wouldn't even believe it. We'd be out hiring more people to reach people, getting more bigger, bigger buses, uh, more bus ministries. Uh, we'd be expanding ourselves. And getting out and, and healthy, buildings would look good, buildings would be healthy if just God's people just simply obey God. Quit, quit giving him uh, verbiage. Quit saying, hey, I'll do it, I'll go. Well, when are you going to go? Well, I'm going to go, it's good to go. Well, are you going to go now? No, I'm not going now. Don't do that to God. Dear one, dear one, don't say I'm religious and then not have actions to prove it. Don't say I know him. And not have actions to prove it. Don't say I love him and not have actions to prove it. Don't say I believe in him and not have any actions to prove him. Don't say I have fellowship with him and walk in darkness. 
Because the Bible says in First John there, chapter 1, uh, you're lying to yourself if you, if you say that you love him and won't do his will. Don't be a liar. There's more to lying than what it, you first uh, see it, I, I, as I hope you found out through this short little podcast. May the Lord bless you, keep you, cause his face to shine upon you, and give you peace, a little wisdom for your walk.